Those are all my favorite states. Uh, hi, everybody. Uh, welcome back to NMMP. Uh, we're coming at you with uh, Captain America, the first Avenger this week. And I am Jordan Oster, uh, the star-spangled man with the plan from the song. Oh, what um, plan? What song? Two good questions. <laughs> okay. Uh, and speaking of two people, uh, I'm here with my <laughs> own personal howling commandos. Um, Andrew Wallace, you're taking all the stupid with you. Sure am. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I sure hope he leaves. Yeah. Yep. Get the fuck out. And who'll hang a noose on the goose stepping goons from Berlin? It's Alex Acosta, obviously. Who else? Yeah, would? big Nazi fighter. Yeah. Yep. Um so yeah, uh before we get into this uh very CGI heavy movie, um, we're <laughs> going to take some questions from the Facebook page. Uh, four of them, three from one person, but, uh, let's, cool. let's go down this list. Uh, Josh Wilson asks, does Captain America bleed red, white, or blue? He does not bleed. Uh, <laughs> next question. Next question. Yep. Um, what is the most American thing about Captain America? In brackets, the character. I don't know what he meant by that. Like, oh, oh. I guess the movie is, is. <laughs> Because I guess the most American thing about Captain America is that he's played by an American citizen. I guess. <laughs> Unlike many American superheroes. Right. So that's, yeah. There you go. Is uh, Benedict Cumberbatch going to do an American accent for Doctor Strange? Sure. Oh, you know, yeah, dude, you're, giving like, me, world. Yeah, you're giving me a look as, like, as if to say, who gives a fuck? Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, that's actually exactly yeah. the thought I wanted to communicate. Yeah. Well, you're a regular Psylocke, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're gonna you're gonna fucking regret that insolence when we talk about Doctor Strange. Yeah, <laughs> and God I can't knows, get over his accent. Yeah, we're not gonna be done the movie list by the time that comes Hell out. Hell no, no, not yeah. a chance. Anyways, um, uh, does anybody else have a, a thing? I think being played by an American is a pretty good answer for what the most American thing about him is. It doesn't get more American than an American. Or um, yeah, it's actually it doesn't get more American than an Australian actor. There we go. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Um, if you could describe um, your perfect Sunday with America, what would it be? My perfect Sunday would be um, that, that's a, I, everybody should watch Hot Fuzz. It was a Hot Fuzz joke. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah um. Uh, this is a an American movie, right? American right, 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 story. right, 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 right. So he actually um, that was an old version of the question because he actually had edited that out and, and added it to it was. So uh, fuck me. Can you say in one sentence or less why America is the greatest country in the world? Freedom. Um, that was like a Miss America question. Right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying that while <laughs> juggling. Oh, okay. Yeah. How's your evening wear portion? It's it could be better. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> What a great, I don't have a sentence. What uh, a great competition this. for modern people. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. Right. We have Alex. You're you're a born uh, American. Yeah. I was gonna say that America's so great because of the sheer majesty of the wonderful bald eagle. No, that's pretty good. It's pretty majestic. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew, you're a newly um, christened to this <laughs> these uh, these lands. So what's your what's the best thing about America? Um, the exchange rate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take that so can, Canadian depends dollar. Depends what you're exchanging. No, yeah, it's, it's not so great for me. It's not because good, I'm yeah, exchanging right. a lot the other way. Oh, okay. But uh, um, you're the or one. cocaine. 
It's a great exchange. That's a currency that <laughs> always has value. Right. right? Uh, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> We're talking about America. Okay. Pay attention. America. Okay. Well, the greatest, I'll say that in one sentence or less, America is the greatest country in the world because of, um, let's see, uh, the... Eh, all oh, right, yeah, yeah, you've been I, deported. I there you go. Yeah, I timed out. I yeah. failed my citizenship exam. Yeah, there um, goes your final Jeopardy. Yeah, yep. uh, they hate immigrants. Uh, yeah, um, sure. They want to wield, uh, you know, the broad authority to deport, which is kind of the same as hating immigrants. Um, Jesus. Save it for normal politics Andrew, for thank crazy you, people. Thank yeah. you so much for having me on your C-SPAN show. Yeah. Uh, I'm very happy to be here. You wouldn't have made it past the call screener at C-SPAN. Definitely not. Are you saying that because of my politics or because uh, I have nothing to say? A little bit of both, <laughs> okay. really. Yeah. Um, uh, friend of the show, except for the game portions, David Dungleman asks us, um, how does Captain America feel about being called Captain America? That's a surprisingly decent question. Like, cause you'd think that it would be something he would be, he, like, he's, he's a little taken aback by it. By? By uh, being given this name. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Cause they play into the <laughs> campiness of it, which is cool. Yeah, but he finds his own identity later on I, by disobeying orders and rescuing his friends while so, dressed as Captain America. This, probably this doesn't answer that it. question. I've got a different question though, which oh. is like, does anyone else think that they would get really mad if you were like Captain America and people called you Cap instead? Like, this doesn't include Nick Fury, who can call you whatever the hell he wants. But if other people called me Cap, I'd be like, oh, that's Captain. Yeah, you would call right? it actual like army captain cap well yeah. this uh, like he's not a serial mascot yeah well he is a serial mascot for half the movie yes that's true yeah <laughs> um, what is okay like what flavor is the captain america cereal in the it's 40s? that sugar flavor like you know like sugar like cereal cap- like yeah. sugary yeah. rice cereal oh okay yeah Oh, that kind. Oh, okay, okay. You think you're like like, I thought you meant like just the like one where like, kind, the, like the other the only thing cereal. that tastes good in the cereal is like the fact that you've dissolved like a pound of sugar into like a bowl of milk. Yeah, I figure yeah. it probably tastes a lot like corn pops, which tastes completely different in the states or in Canada. But okay. I'm gonna say uh, either because they, they both sort of they have different texture, but they basically just taste like high fructose corn syrup. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's well. I mean that that is the taste of America. Yeah, right? it definitely yeah. is for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you know, other countries don't have high fructose corn syrup in like Gatorade and stuff, but we still do. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, people I don't know mention about Canada, that about... but in England, like, they don't have it in their Gatorade. They have to make it with like probably a bunch of sugar. Yeah, I remember but hearing about that. My, my coworkers con- like constantly talk about how like Coke tastes different in Canada than it does here. Ketchup certainly does. Yeah. So it's probably because of that. There you go. This has been... Yeah, condiments. Condiment talk with... For uh, condiment people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I like how the question format just uh, quickly changed to us asking questions about the movie. <laughs> yes. We do that enough during the rest of the show. This is for the audience to reach out to us and I'm ask sorry. us how Captain America that, feels. That's on yeah. me. Well, I think that also might be due to the fact that uh, Captain America the First Avenger is a movie that we probably don't have that much to say about. Not negatively, because I'm, yeah. like, I'm just going to say we're pretty close to the beginning of the episode. I like this movie. Yeah. I'm into it. 
I yeah. like this movie. It's a good movie. I I also like this movie because um um uh, friend of the show and three and a half question asker uh, Josh Wilson pointed out that this is um the what we just went through like this breaks an unprecedented level of shit movies like that we've gone through for the show. We did like ten bad movies in a row. Unprecedented, but I have a but feeling quickly we will to be usurped. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, get ready. Yeah, this time we're going for fifteen straight. Yeah, yeah well. It's not return a swamp thing after this, guys. There we go. Um, no, it's it's very refreshing to see a a, a movie that works like a, it's it's pieces all fit together and are coherent, and also a movie with a like almost excessively likable character who's chosen to become a superhero based on his empathy and compassion. Yes. You don't yeah, really see that a lot and shit. You got like it's a far cry. It's all it's the exact opposite of of um, it's Iron no Man, wanted. Which is, well, it's, it's which has know. just as many compassionate people taking on the mantle of responsibility. Oh yeah. my god, I can't believe it's even in the same show. <laughs> like this is this is like a a pulpy ass movie, uh, which has probably been said a million times. Like this is you know it's a it's a it's a World War Two action like sci-fi movie in the vein of a very like watered down Indiana Jones, uh, which sounds absolutely insane to describe. Yeah. None of that's <laughs> wrong though. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. That's, that's correct. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just like, this is just like, you know, full on pulpy playing to the, to the sentiment of, of, yeah. um, of, you know, uh, the, the, the axes versus allies, all of that. Like it's, it's, it's knows exactly, it knows exactly what kind of, um, uh, circumstances the original character was created under and introduces that in a very effective way yeah. in my opinion um so here's the thing and it's something that um it, it, um immediately occurred to me when i was watching this because uh um we've seen chris evans a lot in this show uh i think this is the first time we've seen him in something that's good uh yep probably well, what did we see him in we well we saw losers <laughs> Yep. Push. Yep. Push. Fantastic yeah, push. Four. Oh god. Fantastic Four. Um just uh, Is that everything? I I I'll just take a quick look, but That's uh, everything that I think we've seen so far. Yeah, like obviously yeah. he's going to be in the Avengers. Um and he will be in TMNT 2007. Uh, <laughs> of course, which we'll probably yeah, be watching overall. next time. Um but yeah, he's um Wait, Scott Pilgrim? He's, he, it's on the list. Scott oh, well, Pilgrim's there in you the go. Yep. Because um, it's a comic book and superhero movie to some extent. Yeah, it is. Um, he's very... He's not in that movie much, though. No, no, he's not. Um, no, but no, yeah, no. like, like I, I sort of am glad that I hadn't seen a lot of those horrible uh, Chris Evans movies before watching this, uh, when this one came out, because I would have been, like, hesitant about, uh, yeah, you have written him off. Yeah, but I think he did a fine job here. Yeah, absolutely. No, except so far in. No, go ahead, Alex. Oh, I was just gonna say in this like franchise, I think he's consistently been like really good as Captain America. He's also like like what's what's most shocking about um, the Avengers when we get to that um, is that um, Chris Evans and and Robert Downey Jr. can like they, those are the two main forces in the avengers and they're playing off each other pretty well yeah they are the yeah they're the central characters of the mcu and they foil each other and and um well they're the few characters that have like a genuine like 
intellectual conflict between the two. Well, let's see but. how that plays out next year. Hopefully. Probably with punching. <laughs> if the trailer's any indication. More punching. Yes. Um, uh, here's the thing, though. Uh, I definitely don't like the CGI baby Chris Evans that dominates the first 35 <laughs> minutes of this movie. So here's the thing. I if don't you haven't think seen this anyone like that. So... Here's the thing. Just I'll lay this out in case you, in case somebody doesn't remember. Um, uh, did Chris Evans like like Stephen Rogers as he's frequently referred to in the um, in the fucking subtitles for this movie? Um, uh, starts out as a a like a shrimp in the most cartoonish and outlandish set. Like he's he's a good like foot and a half or two feet shorter than he will be as Captain America, and he um, he's has the musculature of like a of like an awkward gangly 14 year old yes yeah they just yeah. they both just put his like his current head onto another <laughs> body like it's it's a really it's a weird like human mr potato head that they've created with cg <laughs> that just doesn't really work well yeah. alex likened it to um like the 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 the, the soapbox nonsense they pulled with the Lord of the Rings movies were like no, but that's like that's got like artistry. This is just terrifying. So, I, when was the last time you watched those movies? I mean, they're great. I love those movies, but like go back and watch it again. You could clearly see when like sure but- when when Ian McKellen is on like six crates of bananas. <laughs> Uh, I'll still take that over like creepy CGI. This CGI is the creepiest. Yes. Like he he's a little, weird. he's a little noodle boy. Yes. And it makes the it makes the like early flirtation scenes between him and Agent Carter like almost maternal. Yes. Yes. She's like she's like his mama. Yeah, there's many like take your son to work day <laughs> exactly. jokes. Yeah. Like the, the the most ridiculous one was the car like there's a scene where they're riding in a car, but it, it looks like either um Haley Atwell is a giantess. Yes. Or like like he is the world's puniest girly man. Yes. In like to quote eighties Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like she just picked up his her son from being like suspended <laughs> exactly. at school for a fight. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yep. So if you want to see a movie about um, that fight it, was probably because somebody said he had a huge head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You look like a creepy alien boy. Shut up. Shut up, mom. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that is like, right. like it's so like I, well, definitely. <laughs> what would you guys say percentage of the when we were watching this movie? Did we make jokes about baby Chris Evans? It was like like seventy percent of the movie. It was all jokes until he transformed. Yeah, like, but I, even afterwards, you were doing yeah, the voice, which yes. is sort of like the Mister B Seeks voice. Yes, um, <laughs> because you you it's also ridiculous because he talks like like Chris Evans before he gets super soldiered. No, so no, he's no, got like, like mean, a tough voice. No, he, he sounds like a man who is like 150 pounds of muscle. Like, yeah, and two feet tall. <laughs> yeah, imagine if yeah. you watch like The Rock voice a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and God willing, the third <laughs> Look Who's Talking movie is it's in production gonna... right now with that exact premise. <laughs> is yeah. there anything less funny than a talking baby? Um, well, no, like really. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's the, <laughs> it's the pinnacle of comedy. It's like it's like that and farts are like baby geniuses. <laughs> like like you oh, yeah. put up you put a human like an adult mouth on a baby and have them say do real Do the babies talk in baby geniuses? I'm sure they do. Okay. 
Anybody? Alex, have you seen Baby Geniuses? <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> You're like, don't do not do me like that. <laughs> right? Because um, like, if the answer is yes, I'll never live it down. So let's just assume the answer is no. Well, Baby Geniuses is based on a comic Whoa, wait, book. Wait, so wait, 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 wait. You, hold on. Um, the Baby Geniuses sequel is called Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2. No, no, yeah, no, 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 no. no. You. Hold on. Beat you up. Is that eligible? Jordan, no, just internet and slap you. Hold on, don't make me do it. This ain't happening. I'm looking it up, but let's keep going. All right, maybe we should talk about Captain America rather than baby geniuses. Is uh, um okay? Well, which baby from Baby Geniuses is your favorite baby? Oh God, (laughs) I would accept the one in the diaper. Steve Rogers. (laughs) Anyways, um, no laughter. What did you guys think of um? Of let let's just ask about because uh, the 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 movie um gives some um development to the relationship between uh, Steve and Bucky Barnes, uh, who will later become the Winter Soldier, who will later become uh, apparently extremely important to the third Captain America movie. Yes, um, and he he has a Mary Jane Watson style dangle, like <laughs> clutching a ledge. Before uh, tumbling, <laughs> presumably to his death, which it turns out, spoiler alert, he's perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, well, I wouldn't say perfectly fine. But um, did you guys buy that relationship? Because I didn't. I, I remember the relationship being, between the two. Yeah. It's, it's really like it's really concisely done. Like there's just a couple of shots where it's them saying like they at least have lines saying like, yeah, we're friends, which is better than a lot of other movies that we've seen. That like don't barely Where the establish friendship that. Is, yeah, it's, it's just like you're expected to know it already. That it's like yeah. yeah, you've seen you've seen movies where there's like two male leads, so they're friends. <laughs> they're best friends. Okay. Uh, by the way, in case you're wondering, a quick read through of the Baby Geniuses two plot uh, disqualifies it as a superhero movie. So uh, sorry, guys. Hey. Okay. All Jordan, right. Well, yes. I'm yes, not sir? sorry. Nobody was wondering. Okay. Yep. I, I was wondering. Well, they, they can communicate with baby talk, but uh, they don't seem to have any superpowers. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, All moving right. on. I'm Gaga for Baby Geniuses 2. Andrew's going to fucking cut my yeah, mic. Yeah, right. We're just going to... Acosta, you got this, right? Let's talk about Tommy uh, yeah, Lee Jones. I'm the show and, now. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, um, no, I, I, so you, you were fine with Bucky and Steve? Yeah. Do you think that's enough? Do you think there was enough stuff sewn in here to, to like justify making him the antagonist I, for your second I, movie? I mean, it's no Butch Cassidy, but like, it's better than so much of what we've seen that barely establishes like a central friendship. And I mean, it's a little weird because for the first like 30 minutes, they're not together, right? Like he, Bucky goes to war and yeah. the next time they see each other is in a Hydra base. Yeah. So it's a little sort of, poorly connected in sort of the first half of that movie i mean it's fast it's quick and dirty but i buy it yeah i think i would have liked to see a little bit more of um of some sort of a gulf between them like i i, I would not liked- gonna be the deer hunter they're not gonna have an hour of them like their you know friendship in like an ohio like mining town i don't even know if it's in ohio but yeah i th- i just feel like like seeing how they disagree on some aspects or like seeing some some disconnect between their personality to like elude that they could eventually be. But there's no disconnect. They're best friends. He's friends with the baby. Yes, yes, and, he is. And if well, okay, you're doing that Jordan thing where you're taking the sequels into account in like your judgment of this movie. Yeah, I have, have vi- that. He, 
Also, I'm he not... doesn't have like a philosophical difference. He's brainwashed and like kidnapped. Yeah, like right? it's not. You yeah. guys are getting on my case for my non-linear view of time, where everything happens at the same moment. So yeah. it makes these sequels <laughs> extremely hard to discern from their original. Uh, Save yeah. it for Time Cop, okay? Future NMMP <laughs> no. classic, yeah. yeah. Jordan, save this conversation, like, uh, the question of if they've, like, set this animosity up well enough for Civil War. If That's you want to have enough. that yeah. conversation, yeah, yeah, yeah. then yeah. That's, That's fine. the perfect time. When, when neither side is brainwashed. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, I would, you, you, you definitely uh, sidestepped saying save it for the Avengers, which is rife with brainwashing. Oh, yes. Just <laughs> everywhere. Just... All the brain. If a brain can be washed, they got it will be washed. Yeah, one. just immaculate brains. Super sudsy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. You can clean. Well cleaned. Yes. Uh, did you guys like Hugo Weaving as Red Skull? Yeah. Yeah, he did very he got well. Got good accent. Yep. Uh, it's it's one consistent. Things, it's one of those things where, like, as soon as I heard this movie was announced, I'm like, I really hope Red Skull is going to be the bad guy, and then he was, and I was like, I hope. Well, given- it kind of had to be right well when i when spider-man was announced i was like surely they'll have like dr octopus be the first bad guy or something but then they had a robot instead yep yeah they did <laughs> they <laughs> sure like, did surely this movie will a, be like a, a power ranger a power ranger like surely this movie will be accessible and not strange whatsoever yeah because it's based on one of the most <laughs> recognizable characters in movies but it turns out it was yeah no, no but the point what? is that um i'm glad to see um that was one of because I remember him being cast around the same time that they announced that Kenneth Branagh was directing Thor, and that was just a moment where like, how are they getting these people to do these movies? Yeah, which is yeah. which is very appropriate because we've got um, Tommy Lee Jones in this movie. In I'm not no 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 like knock against it, but it's basically like a bit part. Yeah, it's not, it's, there's not much meat yeah. to this character. Yes. It's just the fact that, like, the MCU is, is a juggernaut, and which is ironic because they can't use that character. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, um, uh, so basically they could just command, like, they, they could pretty much get whoever now. Yeah, I mean, look at the cast for Doctor Strange, if you doubt that yeah, yeah, Marvel yeah, yeah. can get <laughs> any actor to be in one of those movies. Yeah, like, like yeah. if you thought Tilda Swinton peaked at Constantine... Boy. Just, oh boy. just wait for uh, for Doctor Strange. Yeah, uh, where maybe she'll be speaking with an American accent too. Great. Is she actually American? Is she British? Is she male? Is she female? I don't know. She can be anything. She's, she's a, the she's perfect whatever. actor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I I I agree with you insofar as like I was. I remember talking about that with you as well. Like like the people who have reputations for doing what could be called you know, serious cinema. Yeah. They are considered, you know, proper serious dramatic actors or actors. Yeah. Or directors. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Absolutely. Like, like Kenneth Branagh, man. Yeah. It's too, it's, yeah. Well, well, I, it's weird. Thor is one of those ones, Alex, where you were like, haven't we already done this one? Like we haven't yeah. done Thor. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So, um, we'll probably get to that in a year and a half. Oh yeah. Um, in terms of the pacing of this movie, do you guys do that work for you? Because we were saying at the beginning, like, um, for some reason, we have like a like a three or four minute scene at the opening of showing that Cap is getting dethawed, which yeah. I think we were wondering whether that was really needed. It bookends the movie. We didn't need that. It does because it's got first Avenger in the title, so you know he's going to be an Avenger. Uh, I, I'm fine with it. I, I think it's 
I think it's a fine framing device for it. It's maybe not like explicitly necessary for an audience to understand what's going on. Yeah, though so you were you were very happy. Um, and Andrew Wallace pet peeve is um, unnecessary titles on uh, scene transitions. Like uh, whenever it go, he, he comes, it would have it would have absolutely had a shot where it was like like 70 years earlier after the uh they sort of fade out from the shield in the ice i yeah. really wish that uh when captain america is like awed by the state of times square in 2011 like a little time new york city times square present day and you're like <laughs> temperature uh, 80 degrees yes like latitude, latitude, latitude yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. just 1200 hours exactly yeah. inundating us with <laughs> nonsensical information because they're afraid that you don't know it would have had like a freeze yeah. frame on sam jackson as he exits the SUV being like Nick Fury, leader of the <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they should do that director, for every character. Director. And it's like, and you get like, oh, yeah, director. You have that, like, the typewriter sound to it <laughs> as the uh, characters come out. <laughs> you were complaining about that in, uh, what were we watching? Uh, it was Creed oh, it was had that. Creed. It was, it was yeah. like, that's the bit the it happens once, and it's the only problem I have with that movie. But what was another You were complaining <laughs> about the font. In a movie that we were watching. Spectre. Oh, Spectre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's an aggressive <laughs> use of Courier. Dude. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. It's like whatever font came with, like, Final Cut Pro. For sure. It's just um, like, ah, oh, whatever. I would say that. <laughs> uh, it's either this or Papyrus, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I would have done without the opening. Because uh, I, I don't think the kids need to be afraid that Captain America is not going to make it. <laughs> to, the, to the end of the movie well I, I don't know uh, from what we've seen of like most Arctic set movies that we love like that could have easily turned into like a strange horror film yeah for sure yeah. because it starts with like these people in parkas exploring like a weird like craft that they found in the desert and this is a Marvel movie that's like you know going to address the existence of aliens like yeah. within this universe so um it begins yeah so who knows if it's even catching america it could be an alien creature yeah. assuming his form yes Just that captain wanted to be us yeah yeah lying in wait uh to he's a scroll everybody's a scroll yep there you go alex do they They're own the scrolls marvel or is the are the scrolls fantastic four um, I mean, they are often a Fantastic Four villain, um, so maybe they, because the rights are usually, like, a, like, a bulk deal, right? Like, that's right. why mutants went to Fox, like, the word. Well, it's, <laughs> um, it's, they got it in a garage sale. Yeah. Yeah. R- right, exactly. Like, they got that so and an maybe. old NES, yeah. Because Fox got, like, Namor with the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, Four, right? I was about to say that Alex and I had a discussion for a good, like, 15 to 20 minutes the other day about... Who owns like the the rights history? Oh no, the, it was someone else, wasn't it? Uh, I think Marvel just has most of the rights back to Namor the Submariner. Oh wow. no, but I remember we were talking about this, and like Namor ended up with like like Mir- like somebody, right? Like, yeah, Miramax yeah, yeah. has like it? I think Universal had had like Namor Universal or, or something. something. Yeah. They, like, they don't have like Harvey Weinstein we got joking. it in like a loot bag from a party or something. <laughs> no, because we were I, like, it's basically like you know we we talked about this before, but like yeah, Marvel was out was like bankrupt and basically um, if you ever went to a if, when you went to a uh, a blockbuster when the company was about to go out of, out of business and they had stripped all the. Um, all the ads from the walls and it was just a white room with old DVD boxes in the middle and it was a free-for-all like a smorgasbord yeah. that's apparently what it was like yeah um, it's like who wants this anybody like a bunch of fucking carrions like descending right. down to feast on a like a desiccated corpse yeah yeah and somebody showed up late because <laughs> and somebody walked off with namor and it was like well spider-man's gone 
Uh, like who who you want? Like the X Men are all gone. The Fantastic Four. Ah, shoot. Who's What's left? It? Well, yeah. there's Thor. <laughs> somebody there's missed Thor. their alarm. Like somebody slept through their alarm. And somebody got came, there late. Yeah, somebody came to free comic book day like way too late. Right. Yeah. Or those. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like like um yeah. And those people who like who make it a career out of um bargain bin hunting. Have you heard about that? Like people who who hear that stores are going out of business and just like descend upon them. Yes. Like a like a hyena, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then like once they get at it, everything that's good is has been stripped. Yeah, so they're the ones like taking. Yeah, it, they're the people who showed up like thirty minutes late to like a looting of like a supermarket. <laughs> it's like all they've got are like edamame beans yeah. that are canned and like, <laughs> like and the bath that wipes. somebody used yeah. to open the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> and yeah, cinder yeah. blocks. And that cinder were blocks. Used. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Um. Yeah, so so uh, I think that the, the the fact about like they but back was, to Namor. Yeah, no, yeah. someone was attached. <laughs> Chris Columbus post Harry Potter was attached to direct a Namor the Submariner movie, which means that likely millions of dollars were passed around, um, not only securing these rights but also developing a script. Oh yeah, right, like several drafts mm-hmm. of a script for a movie that no one in their right mind would make now, because uh, they'd be like, "Isn't this just Aquaman?" Don't don't put it past Fox. They'll do it. That's true. They, de- they need <laughs> yeah. something. They uh, will. They will literally do anything for a laugh. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So <laughs> back to laugh. Captain America. We're talking about Namor. Who? Okay. You uh, think Namor is that <laughs> swimming boy that uh, Captain America saves in the forties? It's true. He's he's a very capable Yo! swimmer. Yeah. That's it. That's why he can swim because he's the future. Like, uh, is he the king of Atlantis? Also, I don't uh, know how Namor works. <laughs> probably. He's just the king of submarines. That's yeah. it. But uh, <laughs> let's actually, that scene's actually important because um, uh, Captain America just gets his powers and he runs. Uh, Stanley Tucci gets killed and he runs after the Hydra agent who's uh, stolen the serum. And uh, in case you haven't realized that the, the, the dude is super evil, he kidnaps a kid and he holds the kid at gunpoint and then like uh, chucks the kid in the water to make his getaway. Um, and then Captain America looks in the water and the kid is fine. Like, he's like, I can swim. Just do it. Like, save Get the, the guy. day. Yeah. Uh, and like 90% of the movies we looked at would have had, he would have Cap- jumped right into that water yes. and saved that boy. Yeah. Or that boy would have been dangling right. off a ledge. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like this, Lois Lane. Yeah. This movie gets a lot of points as a lot of the movies in our top 50% tend to, um, for not being moronic. Yes. Not being insulting <laughs> to our intelligence, for being like true to a character, for knowing what tone it wants to set, for like maintaining some sense of audience enjoyment and um, like a, some integrity, and just yeah. being competently done. There aren't a lot of twists and turns. Like there's there's nothing exciting in this movie. But so I wouldn't to call speak. it by the numbers. It's not boring. No, and it's certainly not like they, they have. They take a lot of uh, a lot of sort of creative liberties with the overall sort of plot that you'd have for an origin story that we pointed out as being a little strange, but definitely made it a better movie. Like you have a lot like that montage of him being in like the USO tour is that's halfway through the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, we still haven't gotten to like the main action by that point, but I'm still fine with it. Right. Um, and like, like I, I really do feel like you get a lot of points from having, um, a hero who's, whose whose motivation seems to be the fact that he's been trampled on and overlooked but still has a sense of 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 just basic human decency yes which is something that is a rare find in the movies that we've looked at we've watched a lot of movies where that is sociopaths as our heroes yes um 
there's a lot of complaints about um, the love story when I was looking at the reviews. Uh, and I'm going to turn this one to Alex because he has an extremely short fuse for love <laughs> stories. Uh, how did you feel about the relationship between Steven Rogers, formerly four feet tall, now six feet tall, and yep. uh, Agent Carter from the um, ABC show Agent from Carter? From the television, yeah. yes. Yes. Um, how do I feel about them? Was it, did it uh, piss you off? Cute couple. Cute couple. Uh, no, it doesn't piss me off at all. Um, I, I, I don't really know. I, I guess if reviewers are mad about it it's gonna be because it's like um it's kind of skimpy actually but like um i think that's fine i think it's like a you know pulpy war thing i don't i think you know he he gets the kiss in the end that's really what they're aiming for like i i don't think they're and you know it it has it you know what it is it's just like it exists just enough and it's just barely like almost emotional enough that it like nails that final line you know what i mean like, almost like, that's emotional all it needs to do. which final line where it, tommy lee jones says emotional. he's not gonna kiss uh steve rogers or i oh, said that funny. that's the culmination of their relationship Who's the right steve rogers <laughs> Stephen Rogers. Stephen Rogers. Oh. Yeah, Jordan. Jeez. Yeah. Um, no, the um, no that last line where he says like he had a date that he missed. Yeah, I um, love that in the yeah. present, and then the movie just cuts there. That it's that goes over really well with like everybody. I love like that. a million percent of people who watch that movie like love that line because it's really good, and the movie like and it's true to his they character. They have just enough tension to like sell that moment. I think that, that's, that's, a, that's my excellent point because I hadn't like I was I was actually a little cynical on that. Um, Romantic plot, but I think ending it on that note is is a really good way of of sort of ensuring its importance and helping to um, helping to earn its keep. Like it's it was worth having just mm-hmm. for that ending. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, and I'm not really sure what else there is to complain about. Like like this is he was the first Avenger, so this is supposed to be an anchor for the MCU, though it's after Iron Man, obviously. Um, after everything. Yeah. After, after mean, it's, Thor. It's also yeah. worth pointing out that when Marvel was starting to develop these plans, like the idea of a Captain America feature film was probably the most ridiculous property that they were going to work <laughs> People with, were definitely right? skeptical. Well, they tried it before. Yeah, they, they tried did. it before in the maybe going to be watched eventually, but probably not. No, uh, 1990 Captain America. It wasn't released in theaters, right? So. It was released in theaters in Europe. Ugh. <laughs> All right, <laughs> this guy. This show's done. Um, right. Abort. But, no. no um, um. Yeah. Yeah. It's an anchor for this universe, partially, and he's because he's like one of the biggest characters, right? Like they started with Iron Man, and he's like their other biggest character. But then they also, you know, right before the Avengers, they're like, oh, by the way, here's the guy. Like he's the guy, right? Yeah, he's but, kind of the leader, of the Avengers. Oh and yeah. He's the dude, and uh, like a lot of the, um, you know, a lot of the big movies have revolved around him you know what i mean yeah um originally i don't know if you've seen the deleted scenes or if you were following this but while avengers was like in the making it was very much a captain america movie really um yeah there was a lot more scenes of uh captain america like you know be they, they kind of play with this in the movie there's a lot of jokes about but there's a lot of scenes of him just like getting like, acclimated adjusting, to the modern time. adjusting to life and yeah 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 and like like under you you know just like more Wizard Just of Oz being jokes. amazed that yeah. he has acclimated. Yeah, uh, yeah. New York is the real monsters. Is that what you said? Uh, no, like Wizard of Oz jokes because that's that's pretty oh, much all oh, they yeah, give yeah, him yeah, yeah. in uh, in the Avengers. If I remember that correctly, yeah. Right. Just being like, I get that. 
I've seen that movie. Yeah, but while it was in the making, it was very heavy on him, and there's still a lot of deleted scenes that are, like, from his point of view, and just, like, little moments with him. Interesting. Um, I feel like, out of anybody, he's kind of, like, the emotional uh, anchor of this universe. And he's not even that emotional, like, don't get me wrong, but... It's weird to say that, like, there are people in the Avengers who are, like, regular-ass humans, right? Like, they aren't super soldiers, but they're still less relatable yeah, characters. Yeah, because they don't have moral like, centers, like yeah. Captain America does. Like, he's, right. he's a morally driven well, character. There it I is. mean, speak for yourself, he's man. The moral there's, there's, there's Hawkeye's <laughs> wife. That's oh, yeah, 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 yeah. the moral center of the uh, There's the brainwashed Hawkeye from Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. He's given a lot in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, there wasn't any behind closed doors complaining. Not at all. <laughs> nope. Um, None. Uh, the the no, but like like I think back to what you were saying, Andrew, about um, uh, people being like scoffing a little bit. I think this is a hundred percent the way to have taken the character forward. Like he's not impaling people with the American flag and shouting yeah. like you kind of like, had to introduce Bush era slogans. Oh. Like like because because this is coming out of time like shortly after worldwide public opinion on like America was at its probably some of its lowest in history. Well, I mean, it's more that that like the characters origins come from like ridiculous like propaganda cartoons, which is what yeah. they play into and acknowledge like quite you know, accurately in the, uh, the first half of this movie. Then we got to talk that about, um, why this movie worked and man of steel didn't because they're both coming out of the same period. They're both like, these are like contemporaries. But one set, they're both American driven heroes. Uh, one, <laughs> one set in the time period of that character's origin. Like man of steel is not set in the 30s. You think that's it? Yeah. Cause I think that you're able to like, accept that sort of, um, like over the top, like morality and patriotism from that time. And, you know, that's, your, that is how you are introduced to this character. That's sort of how you understand their, their viewpoint on the world. It's this sort of, yeah. Um, really, uh, old fashioned traditional, you know, attitude. And it's introduced in an old fashioned and traditional time. So you think yeah. keeping with the, like, like working with those aesthetics at the beginning is the best. Yeah, way and embracing where this character came from rather than trying to just completely discard it or, you know, find a way to shoehorn it into a modern time without any context. Would you have done a Superman movie um, in, like, would you have said it in this sort of, like, floating old-timey timeline like you know Superman what? Returns does? Uh, Superman Returns probably would have been a better movie if they had actually set it in the 40s. People are afraid of that, apparently. Like, people are afraid of period pieces. Pro- I don't know. Maybe not anymore after, like, Mad Men and the success of a whole bunch of other uh, shows and movies. But there aren't as many explosions. Well, I mean, that that's more a problem of how do you make a movie <laughs> exciting. But, yeah. Blue lasers, like in this movie. Oh, yeah. Blue LEDs. A lot of blue lasers. Yeah, if you're afraid that there aren't enough lasers in this movie set in the 40s. Yeah. You are, don't be, don't, don't be alarmed. There's tons of, uh, of like. There's more lasers than uh, in Sky Captain, I think. That's a good, I, I want to talk about that briefly. Because that's not really a superhero movie. But um, it's definitely going, like, it's, it's the same looks. Um, the Rocketeer would be a more fair comparison because A, it's directed by the same person and B, it's also a movie we've looked at specifically (laughs) for the show. But, um, so let's just fuck Sky Captain and let's talk about uh, Rocketeer versus Captain America. Um, 
coherent relationship between hero and villain is something that Captain America has over um, the Rocketeer. Well, it has a relationship between the two, which Rocketeer mm-hmm. does not. Right. Um, <laughs> and there's a way of tempering the... Um, like, Rocketeer gets by on a lot of uh, gumption, which uh, Captain America does at the beginning, but like they add some fucking human sentiment to it. I'm not trying to diss the Rocketeer, but uh, this movie is considerably better because it can do more things without completely losing track of itself. Yes. Yeah. It's got more Alan Arkin, the Rocketeer, so I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, it's got show shenanigans. Uh, actually, they both have some aspiring actors. Yep, they do. They've got some art deco. Uh, yep. They've got uh, Nazis. Nazis. Yep, there you uh, go. They've got people being <laughs> thrown out of flying vehicles. Yep, yeah. that's yeah, true. Yep. They do. That's, yeah, there yeah. you go. It's so basically just watch the two movies together. Actually, if you, you should. It's actually probably uh, good because we, we watched Rocketeer months ago. But um, it's worth it. It would be an interesting double feature. Yeah, absolutely. You, and you could surely do a lot worse. Oh man! Well, you love us like the last ten movies we I mean, watched. You just look at our list. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can do yeah many worse. That's what I would put on the poster. We should do that as a as maybe a, a feature some other time. Is like what you would put on the poster, and what I would put on the poster for Captain America is you could do a lot worse. Yes. <laughs> yep. Pretty I, much. I get this premonition that you guys are going to have this movie like middling on your list on your sandwich. No, board. it's going to be pretty high. high. It's going straight to the top. Yeah, mine will uh, be pretty high. Yeah, yeah, mine too. Um, anything else before we move on to the awards? Uh, no, this is a really solid. No, movie. yeah, <laughs> and, and I feel like we're not really doing it justice by how like distracted we've been throughout this episode. Like, this is just a well done, competent movie yeah. that is absolutely worth worth your time. Most of the time, when we're doing a movie like an episode and it goes long, it's because we're so baffled by the missteps that we can't help but harp on them. Here, like. Like we said at the start of the show, um, the pieces work. Um, it might not be the most, like, you know, eye-popping um, or exciting thing. I think it's safe to say this is probably not one of the more interesting Marvel movies. Maybe not, but, like, it's it's certainly dependable. It's like a good old ship. <laughs> it's a grand old flag. It's a grand old flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. I'm not going to do any better than that. There so, uh, uh, most normal moment from Captain America, Andrew. Oh, man. Uh, that's a tough one because it's this is a pretty goddamn normal movie throughout. I uh, guess, but there's a little weird. There's some isolated moments of oddness. Uh, yeah, the problem with this movie is just that there's a lot of like legitimately funny or amusing parts. So, it makes it hard to find like a bizarre normal moment, right? Like, you guys got to have something. I, I didn't say I didn't. Okay, yeah, well, Andrew, go for it. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll, I'll let one of you guys figure something out. Okay, I gotta, I gotta going think last. on this. Uh, yeah, Alex, Jordan go. has one. Okay, I'll, I'll do mine then. Fine. Um, uh, Agent Carter gets steamed at Captain America when he's uh, pulled into a uh, an embrace with a with another lady. Yep. Yeah. Um, and that's moments before um, 
uh, Howard Stark gives him his vibranium shield, which is a prototype containing all of the vibranium ever. Uh, and they have- a line that is only between those two characters <laughs> oh, yeah, as well. So, um, okay, thank you for adding that. She's a scientist like- in the lab, though. She probably knows about. Well, you, we don't know that. Anyways, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so so because she's she's pissed off she's at peeved, him. Yeah. She's, she's like annoyed peeved. that that's like even though they they haven't actually. Like like consummated their relationship or expressed openly their feelings for each other uh, because some uh, some blonde lady is impressed by his outstanding heroism. Uh, she well she wants she wants to thank him for saving all those guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, so Captain America is given his shield by Howard Stark and he's like, "Don't take this shield. It's literally an unpainted prototype." Featuring a metal that's so rare How great and would bizarre it have, yeah. that we've never like this is all of it ever. How great would it be if he's like, I don't even know if it works. Yeah, yeah. and he's like, he's like, literally, don't take this. Um, and then <laughs> he picks it up. He's like, I love this thing. Uh, and then uh, uh, Agent Carter is just like, Hey, nice shield, shithead. And he's like, Yeah, it is a pretty nice shield. She's like, How nice is it now, motherfucker? And she takes it a gun and just sh- fires at him repeatedly. She fires at the shield. She's aiming to test the shield. She's firing at him. She opens fire on him. Yes. Uh, uh, he blocks with the shield and he's obviously fine. But like, like settle your problems with words. Don't shoot the dude because he was I, like, like. Uh, okay, if you if you think about yeah the what people know at that time, it is ridiculous. But I kind <laughs> of I I like the moment. It's a fun yeah yeah come up instance. Yeah, screw you guys. Yeah. Uh, Acosta, yeah, Alex. Yeah. Uh, well, I can get really nitpicky as like the go-to to it, like action choreography guy. But um, so. Captain America and Bucky Barnes are like infiltrating a train. Though they're infiltrating, <laughs> and they um, uh, they get separated between two different carts. And Captain America has to fight like a big dude who has like like some power armor on, some like just definitely shit. power armor. Oh, yeah. Yes. And um, there's a part where Captain America like jumps up on some kind of like rolling thing on the ceiling and he like slides towards the guy who has this huge plasma cannon and he has a shield in front of him to protect him. Um and if you were that guy, here's what you would do. You wouldn't shoot right at that shield that he's holding. You would drop your gun, grab the shield out of his hand and just like beat the shit out of him. It's just like he charges head on against uh, just like the biggest dude in the movie and he's just like yeah, this will work out. And it does, right? Yeah, but, he's fine. It's it's just like they should have given him like three guys to fight and then maybe give Bucky Barnes like the one big guy, but he comes back anyways to kill Bucky, so whatever. Okay. That uh, works out. Andrew, have you figured something out yet? Sure, yeah. Uh, I'm not a fan of the moments where uh, Johann Schmidt, like, they have this montage of uh, Captain <laughs> oh, yeah, America, yeah. like, destroying Hydra bases, and they're always followed up with, like, a shot of, like, Johann Schmidt driving up to, like, the flaming ruins of said base. <laughs> And, like, shaking his fist of, like, ah, oh, Captain, I'll get you next time. You won't know He's that like, he does There used to be a base here. Oh, what's, what happened? Right oh, God. Are you sure we have the right coordinates? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, it's the same, like, look that you'd get if it was, like, a bunch of, like, teenage vandals who, yeah, <laughs> took out his base. Oh, these kids. <laughs> the only thing missing is a scene where the Red Skull is at his desk and the newspaper headline is, like, Captain America triumphs again and he crumples the paper up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes. excellent. 
Um, and we're clearly giving the golden pounds to a uh, little boy, Stephen Rogers. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. He's just a little man. <laughs> little He's Stevie. all alone in the big city. Exactly. Yeah. Willikers. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, Alex? Yeah. Um, let's say I'm going on a long, um, I- I'm taking down a, a drone that's flying from, like, Germany to New York. Yeah. Okay. So it's like a long-ass flight. Yeah, it goes long right flight. over the Arctic. That's yeah. between, yeah, that's between both those two points, but right? But, like, like, and I'm about to plunge into the freezing water and put in, being put in uh, suspended animation for, like, 70 years. But I got some yeah, time okay. to kill, so I want to listen to a show. Uh, what, yeah. What show would you recommend that I listen to? Well, if you got on iTunes and checked out the podcast, you could find normal movies for normal people. That's a good show. Yeah. I was hoping you'd say about- cereal, but yeah. <laughs> God damn it. His plane goes down right before they, they end the season, so yeah, he doesn't like, know oh, if they got... Yeah. yeah. Um, so, it's okay. They weren't going to conclude anything anyways. Yeah, that's true. Um, and let's say uh, when you get de-thawed, uh, yeah. you, you, you discover this amazing thing called the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you have access to all the latest browsers. I think you have to explain a couple of other concepts before you go jump right into the internet. <laughs> no, no, internet's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, is this the internet? Okay, all right. Yeah, I understand. And once you get a hold of that, what site should you go to first before any others? Before you check on your family, your friends, what do you do? <laughs> you check oh yeah, I was gonna say ancestry.com. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, but since that's not an option, I guess we're going right to normal movies for or just normalmovies.com, right? Yeah, that's yeah, correct. Yeah, that's right. buddy. Excellent. Um let's uh let's fucking uh do the Rotten Tomatoes game. You guys ready? Yes. Um how about you give me the IMDB score to determine who goes first for Super Babies Baby Geniuses 2? <laughs> Seriously? Oh, right, well, yeah, right. you're All fucking right. right. Cool. Okay. Okay. Uh, Andrew guesses. Yep. Uh, I'm going to say uh, like 3.8. Uh, Alex is considerably closer because this movie has a 1.9 on IMDb. <laughs> number oh, two wow. bottom ranked movie of all time. You said number two? Number two. It is the uh, number two on the IMDb worst movies of all time. Wow. Jesus. Yeah, it's not going on the list. That's it's not on the list. Just off the list. It is two above Kirk Cameron saving Christmas. Yikes. Wow. <laughs> Yikes. All right. There we go. So, Alex, do you want to go first or second? First. All right. So, um, I'm going to ask you five movies. I'm going to give you five quotes, and you got to tell me if the reviewer is talking about Captain America or Captain Phillips. <laughs> okay. Wow. What is Captain Phillips? No more questions. No, it's it's a uh, it's a uh, the film with Tom Hanks and the uh, Somali pirates. Oh, oh, and the oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. I'm the captain. I'm yeah, the yeah. captain. Yep. There you go. Okay, you ready? Yeah. It's a movie that makes you proud to be an American. Um, Phillips, Captain America. God, shit. Soft to a bad Um, a solidly crafted, elegant movie that held my attention from start to finish. Captain Phillips? Captain America. Oh, no, it's a wrap. Um, we watch these films and wonder about ourselves, about who we are, why we are here, what we would do. 
Please tell me it's Phillips. That is correct. <laughs> That's from the Philadelphia Choir. Uh, the story of a seemingly regular guy who turns out to be something more than a regular guy. It has to be Phillips. Absolutely. It's definitely from Captain <laughs> Phillips. Trick question. From the uh, San Francisco Chronicle. Uh, and finally, the film succeeds on its own terms. An exciting entertainment that makes us feel good about the outcome and about the reach of American power. Captain America. Captain Phillips. Damn it. the Wall Street oh, Journal. Wow. A, a regular Andrew Wallace caliber performance from our reigning champion. Well done. So, Andrew, how many do you have to beat? Now? You have to get more than two. All right. To even two gets a tie, which is better than most times. Woo. All right. All right. Uh, you ready? Uh, sure. Uh, Captain America or American Pie? All right. You ready? <laughs> okay. Uh, these are negative reviews. So which movie lacks the edge necessary to capture the viewer's imagination? Captain America? Yep. Yeah. That's from Pace. I don't know um, what edge they were looking for in American Pie. More but... pie fucking. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, which movie is a crude piece of work? American Pie. That is true. Uh, so you need one more to win. Uh, which movie... Uh, takes almost 30 intolerably slack minutes to set up and get rolling. Captain America? American Pie. All right. <laughs> what, are you, what setup are they waiting for? <laughs> when is he going to fuck the pie? Well, you gotta cook the pie. That takes 30 <laughs> fucking minutes. God. <laughs> they have to like cool, too. Exactly. Oh, well. No, that's the first take. He sticks his dick in a hot pie and he starts screaming as... Alien and from Smooth Criminal Plays. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yep. Um, <laughs> the original title was <laughs> Dick Burn. <laughs> the original pie, the original title was Ow, fucking this pie really burnt my dick. <laughs> was that the elevator pitch? <laughs> <laughs> this pie's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, the actors are pure Hollywood with every grin and spoken line or sad face springing from acting classes and the closely studied performances of other actors. Captain America? American Pie. This is for the win or the tie, <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> Thanks for making it close for oh, me you're welcome, easy questions. A forced love angle and vapid dialogue dooms blank. Captain America. Yes. Yeah, uh, I the barely win. Yeah, I'll take I'll take it. All right. Nuts. Yeah. Uh, uh, congratulations. So uh Alex, why don't you make a sandwich here for us while I boot um, up uh, the certain Otron? This one was just like me looking at what this movie is clearly like better than yeah. and like just keep on bumping it up until it's so it's like it's obviously better than Ant-Man. Yeah. It's better than Spider-Man sure. 2 also. Yep. Um, it's, I have, I have Birdman at number 10 and it's getting booted out. Ooh, that, I can wow. tell you that much. Sorry, uh, um, Regan. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> this movie's not better than The Incredibles, I don't think. Definitely not. Is it better than Men in Black? I'm going to go ahead and say no, which, um. Tommy Lee Jones is well represented in the top 10. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> Oh, uh, yours, because Batman sandwich. Forever is in, like, number five for Jordan, Batman right? Forever is number 17, <laughs> currently, and it's about to go lower. Spoiler alert. 
<laughs> so where are you putting this shit? Um, I'm putting it at number nine below. Uh, Men, the sandwich is Men in Black. Then Captain America, which I can't type because I have caps locks on. Cap- Captain locks on. Captain uh, and, um, you do a lot of internet yelling, so that's why caps yeah. lock is on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then Kick-Ass, which is now number 10. You took the thing right out of my... I was also going to put it at number 9. My number yeah, 9 is a were. little different from yours. So it's uh, Iron Man 1 on top, then Captain America, the first Avenger, then Kick-Ass. So good job. All right. Oh, still above Kick-Ass. No yep. matter where you go. Yep. Okay. Uh, beep, boop, oh, oh, yeah. Beep, oh, it's back. Beep. Yep. I feel like sometimes he forgets. Yeah, he does. Do it's I forget? A little, it's I always mean, the last one. No, no. You did well. Uh, I am also putting this at number nine. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, what? Uh, uh, it is, nine. I'm still going to put Birdman above this. Yeah, I do too. Um, yeah, but uh, the cap, he's back, man. And <laughs> he is in the ninth spot with Birdman on top and Men in Black, Men in Black in the bottom slice of bread. Um, that's... Hey, I was gonna say that's really crazy, real fast. Because uh, no, we all don't we all think that uh, Winter Soldier is like a cooler movie. Probably. Yep. Yeah. So I wonder where that's gonna. Anyways, go on. Um, Open face sandwich. Uh, and those who, of you who worried that our streak of good movies would go on forever, <laughs> I'm shaking my head. Uh, Andrew, would yeah. you like the Wolverine? Oh, um, you, you said. Yeah. You, right. you are going to pick the Wolverine. <clears throat> oh yes, I mean, because the I other need... option is Tank Girl. <laughs> Oh, the great mystery. I will pull up some uh, running times. <laughs> oh, man. Because I know the Wolverine is fucking uh, definitely over two hours. Tank Girl is 104 minutes. The Wolverine is 126 minutes. So it's longer than Captain America. Oh, man. I really feel like how much time do we have? Are we almost done? We got a couple minutes. I feel like we need to re-roll. Like, these choices are so bad. Ah. Jordan, all the movies we watch are so bad. How do you you think I feel? I built this thing. That's true. Uh, You know what? Tank Girl. Tank Girl! There we go. Yeah! Tank Girl. Tank wow, Girl. Wow, wow, wow. There we go. That's a, I, I support that choice. Cut what? to two hours from now where I'm strangling you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, thank you very much for, for listening. Um, so signing off for myself, Jordan, for Andrew. Thanks for listening. For Alex. See ya. Stay normal, guys.